In 2015, the powerful, industrious, and balding Bo York decided to make a podcast dedicated to the legends of tomorrow. He invited all the hosts of various other shows, and it was glorious. Until it wasn't. So he handed the reins over to Bell, and he went out to recruit two new podcasting legends. Fighting through adversity, scheduling conflicts, evil Time Warner, evil Netgear, and its offspring Spectrum, they've come to now. The final episode of Season 2, we are heroes, we are legends, and we are definitely... Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Will. And this is Legends TV Talk. Seriously, who writes this stuff? They sound like a chucklehead. <laughs> that was weird. It, it got was it was it choppy for you too, Will? Yeah, he kind of seemed like he, like he shut down. Like his battery finally like, <laughs> sounds like a chuckle. Really? <laughs> it was weird. It was, yeah, it's intertrons. I'm sure being ludicrous. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Moving anyway, on. Yeah how 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 are you gentlemen doing this evening? I know it's it's a little bit. Uh, a little bit later than we, our normal record time due to the uh, efforts of the evil Netgear, our, one yes, of our arch nemesis, prevented us from recording on our usual time on Thursday. Uh, but here we are, several days later, uh, to discuss the last episode of the season for Legends of Tomorrow. Are you gentlemen prepared? I hope so. <laughs> I am very much prepared. Well, I'm joining uh, Flash TV Talk as a correspondent. Oh, excellent. No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> I think Bo would like be sad. Well, <laughs> well hopefully, we'll have a call-in show here pretty soon for Flash. Yes, since the season's drawing to a close. Well, well, I think what I would, I would, I was thinking about doing one for Legends, but it's like it's just technically speaking, just too hard. I think next year we can do one over the summer. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got it kind of figured out, and I've got the right parts now. So excellent. Well, gentlemen, we have a lot to discuss for this week's episode, so I think it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. Season 2, Episode 17, Aruba, directed by Rob... Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you to... <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. It's a condition. I hear the word Aruba. I have to finish this off. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's like Cartman with uh, Sail Away. Anyway, directed by <laughs> Rob Seidenglanz, written by Phil Klemmer and Mark Guggenheim. Uh, Kyle, tell us what happened on this, the ultimate episode of the season. The Legends regain contact with the Wave Rider and Ray deminiaturizes both it and Rip. The Legends travel back to the Battle of the Psalm to steal the spear before the Legion can use it. Thawne informs the Legion about the future Legends. The Legends end up interacting with their past selves, creating a time storm that prevents them from using the past Legends' Wave Rider to escape when they are ambushed by Merlin, Dark, and Snart. During the subsequent battle, the future Legends, with the exception of Sarah, are killed by the Legion before they are, in turn, incapacitated by the past Legends. Thawne arrives with multiple past versions of himself to fight the team, while Sarah begins to use the spear to rewrite reality, making the spear defunct and releasing the Black Flash, who erases Thawne from existence again. With the mission complete, future Sarah fades out of existence, Nate convinces Amaya to stay, and the legends drop off Merlin at his apartment in 2016, erase Dark's and Snart's memories, dropping them both off in 1987 and in 2014 to live out their destinies and eventual deaths. Rip leaves the team, telling Sarah that he has taught her everything. The legends set off for Aruba 2017 at mixed request, but find themselves in Los Angeles 2017, which due to their meddling in time, now has buildings from different time periods and is swarming with dinosaurs. So, yeah. Very or appropriate we could go... dramatic hamster. 
there's a very wide opinion about this episode. Uh, and so really, in, instead of going through plot by plot, uh, <laughs> exactly what happened, <laughs> I, I say we just we just get into the meat of it. So so let's just let's just do that. Let's just discuss this episode. This is the last episode of the series. So there's a lot to talk about. We're going to be getting into the season. Now. No, 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 no. Careful. Oh, season, not series of season. You're not British. You don't get to call it a series. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, so so, yeah, so we're going to go uh, kind of, you know, it's going to be off the wall, you know, across the board here on this one. So uh, let, let's just let's just bite into it. So, Will, Cal, what did you guys think of the last episode? It it was it was good up until um, they decided not to keep Snart and Thawne around. And then everything just hit the wall. Yeah, right? Like, that was a big thing that I was not expecting them to do at all. I thought that uh, this was going to be an avenue for them to bring Snart and Reverse Flash back for uh, potential villainy on the Flash. And they decided to not do that at all and instead continue with with the (laughs) timeline that they've established and just have uh, Eobard get erased and Thawne uh, get set up to eventually die uh, sacrificing himself at the end of season one so yeah that was, was that an was... etch-a-sketch it literally <laughs> was an etch-a-sketch yeah. it's like they were like oh we drew this really great picture all season long it's you've got spears and you've got realities and we're gonna bring your favorite villains back and they're not really dead and this is great oh wait picture's done all right turn it over shake it up okay we'll make a new <laughs> one next year you know it literally was like this season did not need to happen at all <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's well, I mean, we'll see what the repercussions are next season with the dinosaurs and stuff. But yeah, it feels like everything that was accomplished here, especially everything that happened since the uh the the, the battle uh, of the Psalm in 1917, uh everything that happened on the show there doubly didn't matter because all those people were erased from existence. And so, you know, I, we we predicted this last week where there's going to be a lot of death this episode. And uh, it turned out that there was, and it made perfect sense as to why they're going to kill all those people. And, and because they're, they're, they're duplicates, you know, they're going to disappear when they fix time anyway. So, you know, why not just kill them for some cheap emotional impact? <laughs> yeah, especially hey, they're like, especially sorry, raised up. Raised that was great, was actually. Very impactful. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, I thought it would be more impactful than it was when he died. And I was like, oh, no, wait, hold on. There's still another Ray. Yeah, and well, I was that, like, "That's oh. that's exactly how uh, Ray was with Mick." Yeah, he's like, "No, Mick." He's like, "I'm right here." I know, right? Like, I'm so glad they <laughs> see they 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 know, right? They know they're writing the show, and they know that okay, all these people are going to die, and it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, quote sad unquote sad, but not really because they're still right there, uh, right. So, so Will, did you think it felt cheap uh, to kill those characters, or was it something that they just needed to do as opposed to have them all fade out? I mean, uh, w- what did you feel about that? I kind of had a feeling they were going to do it. It's like kind of why they, you know, it's the only reason to send them back, really. I mean, to be honest, I still, and I know that they acknowledged it. I know they said something about like, well, like time, reality hasn't set yet, which is BS because he said earlier that, you know, be that as it may. Like, being able to go back to the 1916 of before the spear makes absolutely no sense to me because you were in a new timeline. You were in a new, not a new timeline, a new reality. Like, the 1916 of that reality should have been one where the Spear of Destiny belonged to Eobard Thawne. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is this is the big talking point that we should, we should start off on, is that time travel in an altered reality shouldn't behave the same way as it does in a regular reality. So that begs the question... How do we explain that away? Is that just a is it a huge plot hole, or is is there a way that they can explain that that isn't going to just make a bunch of people mad? Uh, I I don't know, Kyle. I mean, do, do, is this something that has something to do with the fact that they activated the sphere and the vanishing point, or why wouldn't Thawne just erase that period from existence in his future? I I don't think it's anything like that. I think it's honestly they did just. The whole uh, thing where Rip said, you know, reality hasn't set in. It's like, it's not cement. That that worked for me in the sense that it gave an explanation. I don't really, I didn't really care that it, that the whole, all of reality wasn't changed at, like, to begin with. It, like, 
right. was seeping back in time. I was okay with that explanation. So it's like so so basically the way that they're explaining this is that the spear is activated and then like you you drop a rock in a pond and the ripple goes out and it doesn't hit you know the edges of the pond until the ripple propagates through. So they're basically going back in time before the ripple has hit 1917. And that, that that's what they're doing. Okay, so so that's kind of how they're trying to explain it. But uh, right. But the one thing they said during the episode was the previous one was like they made it feel like it was a year, like that they have all been in this life for a year. Right. Right. Yeah. There there definitely been some time. <laughs> now, yeah. Do reality propagation waves travel at you know one year so, per every year? So it would take you know the speed of MacGuffin. 100- so the MacGuffin <laughs> of the week was the rea- was was purely time. Yes, yes. So I, I, <laughs> my cover of the week was 1916. Yeah, it, it takes a year. Every year that passes, that ripple has passed both one year into the future and one year into the past. Is I, I, I guess, I guess, I don't know. So it would take a hundred years of 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 uh, Eobard's new reality for it to impact 1917. And then again, you got to ask yourself, okay, so what happens? Okay, when you get to 33 AD. Like, the spear has no more power anymore, so could it only change reality after 33 AD when it pierced Christ? Or, you know, was it always imbued with this essence? These are the questions I want to know. <laughs> and apparently, I spoke a lot of pot. <laughs> <Don't care. laughs> yeah, no, they so, yeah. So, the, you know, granted, it's got several thousand years. If we're going to go with the whole, it, it takes a year for the, you know, Right, I guess reality propagation way to travel a year both forwards and backwards in time. They have you some just time. made up. You just made up tech speak. The reality propagation wave. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that'll be a thing now. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, that means take Mark Legend TV talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, how else? You know, they, they if they stayed in the in Doom World for a year, then you know the, the reality takes a while to propagate out. So I'm just going to assume that it's one year. Yeah, but I have a theory that it's two years for every year. Well, I would like to see your and math. You can't prove it. I've done the math. <laughs> I took uh, reality propagation one hundred and one. Uh, it's part of <laughs> when you were in the thirty eighth century. Yeah, it's, it's, they were taught that in grade school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's advanced, you know, uh, stuff for you guys. But it's yeah, it's pretty much grade school for me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, that does make an interesting question though. So Sarah made the spear ineffective and also released the black flash. That's the only two things that she changed. Out right. of all of reality, the things that she could have done, she just made the staff inert and released the Black Flash. Thank you, Sarah Lance. You could have at least given us a utopia. Just saying. Right. Just saying. You but- could have at least maybe, I don't know, recent elections could have been undone. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. All sorts of things. <laughs> all manner of things. But we just got you know, Black Flash and an inert staff. Speed. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, so yeah, now this is, this was interesting. So when that reality propagation wave travels back to 33 AD and, uh, I, you know, because it, it, it doesn't have its power until it's pierced the side of Christ, but I just don't think that it's going to have any power period. It's just going to stab him and just didn't just be like un, unpowered up. Right. Like it's not going to have any power. Right. But I think, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh. Does that impact the divinity of the Christ by making his no, no, blood? No, she made the whole world atheist. That's how she stopped it. She's like, no, no, no. Christ lived. He's good. <laughs> he lived at like seventy five. He's all right. right We're good. Seventy five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would be hilarious. But it would be awful. Are you kidding? I'm a Christian, dude. You can't do that. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like you know, it, it, I, he, he's 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 God. He can find a way to save people. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Welcome anyway. to theological TV talk. <laughs> Theology 101. Uh, I also learned in my advanced training in grade school. No. Uh, but yeah, so so anyway, that's neither here nor there. But uh, it, it is interesting, though, why Sarah just chose to change those two things about the future as opposed to anything else. And, you know, again, it, it harps back to the fact that everyone, I think, was thinking that this was going to be our opportunity to get Eobard and uh, Captain Cold back, but I think is... Eobard's back. Okay, I, I'd like talk to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. G- give give me some theories. Let's throw them out here. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Yes, I know he had many Eobards, but one of the things they talked about was that this version of Eobard is Doom World. So this version of Eobard, after she depowered the spear, would have just disappeared anyway. 
because he locked – I'm assuming he locked up – now, this might be some head fan fiction, whatever you want to call it. But I'm assuming he locked up 1916 Eobard or told him, you know, go somewhere else. You know, I've I've got – you know, he was Biff Tannen to himself. He's like, you know, shut up, kid. Hello, hello. You know, you're, you're making me crazy here. Yeah. But I think he – so I think, you know, he was like, look, get out of here. I've got this. So 1916 Eobard is still running around. And so now the Black Flash shows up, thinks he's eating Eobard, and then Eobard will just disappear in his belly or whatever because he ceased to exist anyway. And poof, the Black Fa- the Black Flash thinks he's done his job, and we get to keep Eobard because there's now an Eobard that is existing through a loophole in time and space. But then why did all the other Eobards disappear? Because they were out of time. They were not out of reality. This guy is from a different, wholly different reality. So, you know, well, where did those other Eobards come from? Did they come from the other? And they reality? came from his future. I would think from his future. But well, no, it's it from his past. past. Yeah. Oh well, from his past of Doom World. Don't forget, he comes from Doom World. He doesn't come from our world. We got reality propagation waves going on here. Remember, so he can only. <laughs> so we're only a year in the past, dude. Yes, yeah, so he pulled gonna... one from three years back. He can only go back one year in Doom World because that's as far as that wave has has traveled. I'm telling you, I think this is how they keep Eobard. I just because he's, you know, they came up with the idea of time remnants anyway. But that's true. You know, did, yeah. I mean, this whole thing. I mean, it could be like, well, he, you know, this is this is the way out. The Black Flash got his Eobard. He's happy. He's sated. Our Eobard or 1916 Eobard or Flashpoint Eobard, let's call him, who went back to 1916, can still exist. Well, so. You know, it, it's interesting though because we the only flat the only uh, Eobar that we see the only reverse flash that we see are the uh, the past selves and the Doom World Eobard in right. in nineteen seventeen. Now, in the uh, the first time they go there, uh, he doesn't show up until later. Uh, so when they first go to nineteen seventeen, uh, they're they're all about to you know turn the spear over, and then uh, Eobard shows up right at the last moment. So he hadn't arrived yet until later in the original time that they go there. So the second time, is that 1917 original Eobard going to show up after uh, Doomworld Eobard and all the other time remnant Eobards have disappeared and then be like, oh, what happened? Hmm. And so so that's basically what, you, what you're saying, Will, is that, is that he is now yeah. just I, yeah, safe. Yeah. So I, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, the, yeah, the Black Flash thinks that he's gotten rid of him, but he got rid right. of Doomworld Eobard. But I don't know. Who would have disappeared anyway? He never had the chance. That's true. Because Sarah, Sarah, too, was still alive, I think, at that point. Yeah, and then she yeah. so, faded out afterwards. Right. And by the way, Stephen the Burge, who is actually in the chat room, says two things. First, no body, no death. I agree. And he said, and he said also could get fixed in episode one of season three like Barry fixed Flashpoint. Well, that's a separate. Let's <laughs> 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 get started on Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah, see, that's yeah. It's 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 an interesting conundrum that they had themselves in because I was hoping that what we would see, because I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was like, wait, this is Doom World Eobard, and then all these other time limits went away, which kind of got me thinking. Okay, well, maybe it doesn't matter that it's Doom World Eobard because the the previous Eobards went away as well. So the nineteen seventeen Eobard, I, I wish there had been just some kind of maybe like hint or a little yeah, you know drop that they are going to keep that character around but like as of right now we don't we don't know we don't know you for can't sure get rid of you cannot get rid of yeah especially on he's, legends he's TV the talk. he's the joker to flash not legends TV you talk. Know, he's the, uh, flash you mean. <laughs> yeah legends of tomorrow if you're gonna get rid yeah. of Eobard, you get rid of him on flash you don't get rid of him on legends. and even then they'll never on really get rid of him yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, because I agree I'm with you. Pretty well, yeah, sure, you, like he's gonna come back. He's gonna be. Oh, I was in the time. I was in the Speed Force, and I'm safe. Just like they did with. Right. What if he's Avatar? See, no, yeah, that that's no, that's a better possibility. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, I, I don't know. I don't know. You That'll just be... can't. You're right. You can't kill the guy on a spinoff. It would be like taking a character like Captain Kirk and killing him in a Next Generation's movie. Oh wait. <laughs> Oh, man. In a horrible, horrible way that really did not help the character. I mean, they wouldn't do... Th- oh, wait. No, they didn't kill him. He was in the Nexus, and then he got killed <laughs> yeah. later on. Yeah, but it was terrible. It was awful. His, the his started on that. was like, Ugh. Yeah. It was like, Dying. it was Over. fun. <laughs> Tell Sumi I, I fell down. 
I fell down and I can't get up. <laughs> Quick, find me a green chick. To sleep. <laughs> That's my mom. I don't care. <laughs> I, I kind of want to go to the Nexus. I think that'd be pretty cool. It would be. Yeah. Nah, I like reality. Well, I've so- got the best girl ever. And so, you know, she's listening. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, if I was in the Nexus right now, Eobard Thawne would be on The Flash, and uh, so would Captain Cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen the Birch says he doesn't want to give the writers that much credit regarding Eobard being Savitar. So. <laughs> good, good, good point, Stephen. Thank you. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, it's it, that that would be really, really interesting to see if it was actually uh, Eobard as Savitar. I, I don't think they're going to go that route. Um, I think. I, I I hope this isn't the case, but you know it's been two seasons since we've seen Eobard on the Flash. Uh, you know, so it's like maybe that character is kind of out of people's minds, and so they're not thinking about it as much. But like, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. He has a. He, I mean, they, they even brought it up out this year regarding you know Harrison and stuff. That's true. That's true. So they mentioned him, and, and plus, I mean, those are you know th- those are two. Bad, you know, Eobard's obviously the the Barry's big bad, but Savitar's also a big bad in that sense, and so it'd be kind of cheap. Well, he's to... Wally's big bad. Yeah, he's Wally's big bad. He's not supposed to be Barry's, and he's not even really Wally's big bad. He was around for like two things, and then Barry ate him up when he came back in Rebirth. Don't get me started on that either. <laughs> hey, I love Rebirth. Jeff Johns can do no wrong. Really, Jeff Johns can do no wrong. Besides Green uh, Lantern. Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 52 as a concept. <laughs> I actually I actually enjoyed the Justice League uh New fifty two run. Justice League New Fifty Two run? Yeah. I don't think I read it. Uh I, I didn't really read a lot of the New Fifty Two. And I like the Dark Side. It was okay. It was okay. It was it was okay. It wasn't great. It was there. That's the problem. Yeah. Looked really nice. I mean, Jim Lee can draw still, but... Can still? It's true. <laughs> so... Well, I mean, if you like cross-hatching, that is. <laughs> Everyone likes cross-hatching. Come on. I mean, there's no Rob Layfield, so... Oh, oh stop wow. now. That's just insulting. Hey. Exu- I I met him, okay? I met him. I got his autograph. Really? Did you really? Yeah. Did just, he have really small feet? Yeah, <laughs> he was really bulky. He was really bulky, just like all of his other. Did he have small no, feet? I have no idea. <laughs> Did he have I a bunch of pouches? It, I guess no. He he kind of leaned over when he took the picture with me too. Like why why are you That's leaning crazy. over? <laughs> He's hiding his feet. Or his hands or <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> yeah, now I got to rethink because he's kind of fig- how many people look at that man's feet. Everybody has to, right? Why? Why are like, you? Mean, I know if I ever met him about his feet, <laughs> because he because the way he draws, it. yeah, he draws like you know, he's got these really de- well semi detailed like characters with these big arms, big calves, big thighs, and little feet. I guess I really like, if they were really standing up, they would be like. Whoop, whoop. I guess I really haven't noticed about the feet. I just I just known like Captain America being all bulky and being like, <laughs> why did you do this? Oh, his Captain America is hilarious. Uh, we're way off topic, but I... <laughs> oh, welcome to '90s Image Comics TV talk. <laughs> well, no '90s Marvel TV talk. Come on now, get it right. God. Yeah. Well, when I, they I, did, I... when he did Captain America, he was part of Image. There was this whole thing with Heroes Reborn, which was they brought Image writers and artists oh, back. Like that okay? You mean like that? Yeah. It's it's. Absolutely... And I still read Savage Dragon, so. It's absolutely. Uh, all right, the, sorry. Go on. The, the famous picture. <laughs> I'm gonna post. You know it. we can't see it, right? I, I'm posting it oh. in, in, in the chat. I'm posting the you know, the one that doesn't have. They they they, they have a picture of that where they take that Lee Field. Oh and they, yeah. They, they imagine him that. naked, and yeah. it's, <laughs> like his anatomy is just it's just really really weird. Uh, <laughs> he has bigger breasts than my mom did. Like his spine. <laughs> like how is that? Yes. He's either got like a fifty-two inch waist, or like his spine is so curved back that it's just it's, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. But that's Leefield for you. Yeah. Anyway, 
<laughs> we could talk about Rob. Will Lee. he be drawing Legends TV talk? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> or like, Legends of Tomorrow? I need to see if I can get him to do a Brogues issue in that way. You know what? That's what I should do. I should I should draw an issue of the Brogues uh, in, in Leifeld style and, and just or Leifeld style and just not have any feet or hands uh, if I can <laughs> they help have it. All guns everywhere and, are guns. Yeah, guns <laughs> everywhere that are that are drawn in the wrong perspective. And uh, pouches, pouches everywhere. Oh yes, many pouches. Yes, uh, and so- unnecessary shoulder straps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that might that might have to happen. And uh, a glowing eye. No. <laughs> <laughs> one. No. Only one glowing eye. Only one glowing eye. Anyway, I think I think we spent enough time uh, making fun of <laughs> poor Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob Liefeld. You are actually an inspiration to a lot of comic book artists because you came from literally no training and nothing and just got a job drawing comics. And I think that's, I think that's respectable. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to hit that one. <laughs> My bad. Say, say what you will about, about the man's art. He actually got a job in comics without, you know, any sort of formal training whatsoever. So I think that's, I think that's impressive. Uh, I don't yes, think his art is impressive, but I think no. <laughs> the fact that he got a job drawing comics is impressive. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah. So, so back to 1916, uh, yes. back to welcome legends, back to legends TV. Talk. Yes, welcome <laughs> back to legends TV talk. I'm your host with me as always, Kyle and Will. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Hi. so, so, so where does this leave the legends? So, so, uh, we talked about Captain Cold and Eobard not coming back. Uh, that was one of the big things that we thought was going to happen this season, but that's not the case. So, uh, instead, Sarah set the timeline back so that both Eobard and, uh, uh, Cold, uh, Cold there we go, are going snart to be. And, snart and, uh, Dark, not Eobard. Eobard is. Well, Eobard, yeah, Eobard's gone, so he's not coming back. So reality wasn't fixed in that way, although he still might be alive, as we've, as we've mentioned. And then we also have uh, Dark and Snart having their memories erased and placed back in the timeline to suffer their ultimate fates. Uh, this was not a good move, I don't think. I mean, uh, unless there's some kind of way to bring Eobard back, I, I think that was kind of you know, a cop-out sort of move. I, I would have liked to have seen some more mobility between these characters uh, going between, uh, you know, Flash and, and Legends, uh, especially uh, especially Snart. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it leaves us in kind of an interesting state. Um, where yeah, do we does, go from here? Why does every villain have to die at the end of the season? Right, right. Like, why think is about this... it. Think about it. Reverse Flash, Zoom, um... And then going over to Arrow, I mean, well, except for Deathstroke. Deathstroke is the only villain that hasn't died on a show at the end of the season. And he can't come back because he's doing like 65 other things. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and, and so they, they, they've got this, you know, idea that we have to kill the big bad or warp him into, you know, a speed demon. Something. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, don't, I just don't know if that's necessarily sustainable. We have the issue... The reason why we even have Legends of Tomorrow as a show to begin with is the fact that they had too many characters uh, on the hero side of things. And so, you know, these are characters that they, they couldn't dedicate the time to on Arrow or Flash. Uh, and so they just made a spinoff here for those characters to inhabit. And, you know, we, we thought we were going to get some rotating casts and uh, we, we, we haven't really seen a lot of rotation. But, uh, yeah, why do we have to keep getting our villains killed? Why can't it instead be a thing where, you know, popular villains... Maybe fight the legends. I don't know, but uh, they've gotten into this shtick of of just killing off all the bad guys, and so that kind of leaves us in a situation where it's eventually all the bad guys are going to be dead. And who are they going to fight? You know, I mean, you can't have heroes without villains, right? Um, so, so yeah, so yeah, it's, it's it's kind of an interesting situation that we're in. But but you can have you can have villains without heroes. Look at Gotham. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Got ham. <laughs> I hate that show. I Man, hate that I, show. I enjoy that show. I'm, so, I'm sorry. We're going to go on a little tangent here again. We're going to talk about it, it. It's it's related. It's related in the in the the vein of talking about villains and heroes and stuff. But we're going to talk about some got ham. Uh, I have not seen anything outside of the first season, uh, and 
I've heard that because the first season was just kind of like it, it was tonally all over the place. I, I didn't really know where they were trying to go with it. Like you'd have these super serious moments that would be like, you know, super emotional, whatnot. And then you'd have like a joke that was cracked. that just completely ruined it. Uh, you had the whole Jeremy thing. Like I thought the Jeremy as the Joker was sort of like a, a weird but interesting Jerome. kind of idea. Jerome. I see, you know. Jeremy Jerome, same thing, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then like the the Red Hood thing with the, you know the, the hood driving people crazy. I thought that was like a neat concept that they went with. But overall, I just didn't care about Fish Mooney. <laughs> I, I I liked Penguins Rise to Power. Didn't care about Fish Mooney. But now I've heard, and I hadn't seen any of season two, so you guys are going to fill me in on this. Uh, they sort of do the same thing that Legends has done, which is embrace the camp and sort of go off the walls with it. And kind of just go nuts. Is that what it's been in season two? Has it it's that's, been more of an embrace? That's what of it's that? been in season two and then in season three, too. Oh, so yeah, that's right. This is its third season, isn't it? Yeah. And the problem is, it's not It's not Batman. Like, you, why call it Gotham? Why? It just, it's not a Batman show. Because well, Gotham's a There's no Batman. Because <laughs> Gotham is its own character. Yeah. I, I get that. I mean, like, yeah, Gotham's a character for sure. Uh, yeah, but you know what? You're bringing in Batman's villains, and it's like. It, it's the classic WB thing where the villain they think the villains are more you know compelling than Batman is, and I'm like, better no, than him good being in own. high school when he's doing all this. <laughs> I can agree hey, with I that. I like Smallville. <laughs> I did, I did too. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like a, there was like an animated um, uh, show that was going to be like Gotham in junior high, and he was going to have all of his villains be there, and I'm like, this is stupid. Oh, I heard about that. I, I thought that was a, a hoax, or at least I thought it was. Like I was They, they talked was. about it, but they never went through it. Thank God. See, I liked I liked Kevin Smith's bit, though. He came up with a really good idea. He was like a Skulls-type organization on a private school campus, and Bruce Wayne is going there just to tear it down. And in that Skulls organization, you can have Harvey Dent, because he's like comes from Gotham Money, you know, and you could even have like a cobble poppy in charge. It was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, and again, you've got Batman learning to be Batman. He's going to be a detective and he's going to figure out what this whole thing's about. And, you know, you know? I, yeah, and I get the thing. I think an important thing about a lot of these Batman villains is a lot of them need to be from Gotham because very rarely, you know, because everybody has a connection to their hometown, right? You know, you grow right. up in a place, you, you, you love it, you hate it, but uh, it, it leaves an impact on you. So, you know, it would be kind of weird to me, uh, you know, for a lot of these villains just to, if Batman's in Gotham, don't go to Gotham. Start your criminal enterprises <laughs> elsewhere. But, you know, it, Gotham is their city and so they, 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 you know, it's this this urge for them to kind of control their city. They were born here, they were raised right. here, they grew up here and so I, I, I get that, but like it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really weird to see Batman, as I know him, fighting villains that in the Gotham reality would be, you know, 25 years older than he is. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. When he's full blown Batman. And so that's just kind of weird to me, but, but Kyle, you're saying that they've, uh, they've kind of em embraced that sort of campiness in a, in a similar way that legends has. Yeah. And they, I mean, they also found a way to bring, uh, Jerome back. Sorry. Spoilers. I, um, I had seen that. Yeah. Yeah. They brought him back. And so they, they're really making him be, uh, the Joker, basically. Okay. Which you can't have without Batman. I know it. It's really weird. I'm sorry. I'm a purist. I'm a purist. Well, you can't not, have one without you, the other. He could still he could still turn out to be the Joker and not be the Joker right now. In the future. A Joker, not the Joker. Well, no. Maybe. He could definitely be the Joker. <laughs> Interesting. So, so, but as far as like how... Uh, the the campiness of, of Gotham goes. Are, are they doing the 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 serious camp route, or are they like making fun of themselves camp route like Legends? The serious camp route, right? Okay, so so they're just going full blown, you know, bat shark repellent, but in a serious manner. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Uh, I, I I don't know. I like the Legends style of it. Maybe I'll give Gotham a chance. Uh. Because I, I hear that <laughs> I hear that Bruce Wayne's going to be start training to become Batman in the newest season. Yes, he uh, is. Or, or has he already started training, or is this something that's he's going to he's he's going to go start his like actual training? Okay, so he's like, you know what? I want to be a crime finder, or is he just like, I need to protect myself because I've been kidnapped eight thousand times during the course of this <laughs> this shows? Or, or how are they handling that? Is it is it? I I'm going to assume it's going to be because he's been uh 
uh, kidnapped so many times. Uh, they haven't. Re- they really didn't explain it um, last time. So I'm sure they will explain it when they come back from their hiatus. Yeah. Okay. Well, so so that's good. I mean, at least these shows, uh, you know, are embracing that sort of campy attitude, and uh, I I think you know it, it did a really good job for Legend season two to to embrace that, and it really made it right. uh, a lot better to watch. Um, I agree. And so that kind of you know leads us into you know we, we have the situation where you know the characters that we wanted to see on Flash are not going to be there. Uh, this entire that we're aware season, of that we're aware. I mean, it's of, possible. Yeah. It's yeah, anything's possible when you have writers who can control the universe. Uh, without a spear of destiny, because uh, all they have to do is just write it and it happens. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's it leads us to a point where we have uh, the the end of this episode, and uh, where we have dinosaurs in Los Angeles with you know Big Ben and the skyline and all this kind of stuff. Uh, where is this going to go from here? We're we're not seeing villains that we wanted on Flash, at least in this particular way we have dinosaurs in new york uh is this going to be something is legends season three or sorry uh uh, dinosaurs in la uh is is legends season three going to be something that's going to affect any of the other shows no uh where are they going with it what uh, do yeah what do do you think they're well they didn't they didn't really affect any other shows when they uh changed reality so i don't think they're going to do that uh because they already did it kind of once with flashpoint and we all know how well that went over. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to bring in, um, I'm going to butcher his name. Kimudi, Kimandi. The, uh, Kimandi. Yeah. Kimandi, the, uh, the future boy. Yeah. Jack Kirby. Yeah. They're going to bring oh, him the in. last boy on earth. Yep. Oh, so that's that. where they're going with that angle. Okay. Yeah. So it, basically, they're going to say they broke time. It's going to be like the the oh, they issue did seven, eight, nine, a crisis. Yeah, that's what they said at the end. They're like, we broke time. <laughs> well, so that leads to an interesting question, though. Like, if they've broken time, have they only broken the time on their show? I mean, like, what about, you know, all these other universes live here, and did they break the time for them? Well, using the temporal causality wave uh, theory <laughs> that uh, that I have studied, um, it'll take them approximately 12 months to get uh, a full earthen temporal causality wave effect. <laughs> okay, so then that means, you know, <laughs> when the shows come out of hiatus in the end of April, the temporal rip will not have made it to... No, it will have only made it to Sunset Boulevard. I see, I see, yes. <laughs> So yeah, because that's that's you know with these shows being as interdependent as they are, it's just kind of weird for them to pop up and uh, do something as drastic as what they did at the end of uh, season two of Legends of Tomorrow. And so this this makes me think this is going to be one of those things where, uh, in order to alleviate confusion and make it so that the impact on the other shows won't be a big you know head scratcher for viewers. Will they have the dinosaur in Los Angeles problem fixed at the end of season three, uh, episode one? Yeah. Okay. So it's going <laughs> to be like a flashpoint. Yeah, Kyle. Do you, th- do you think it's that's gonna be what a flashpoint? Yeah, I think it's going to be like their like that flashpoint esque sort of thing. Okay, so it's something they'll have done to save it. Will cause them to go somewhere else and start a whole new thing. They'll yeah. have a MacGuffin and they'll fix it, and and we'll it'll be you have to take Kamandi back home. Oh, they got to bring yeah. Well, so but that's the thing though. You know, we, we had uh, we had Vandal Savage. We had the, the Spear of Destiny uh, with the Legion of Doom in season two. I, I mean, what 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 kind of like time bandits or time villains? I mean, is it just going to be bouncing around fixing time aberrations? I mean, what's what's going to be our overarching plot is it is it to take uh, the last human boy Com- what was his name kamandi kamandi k-a-m-a-n-d-i okay so so now is their focus going to, to bring him home i mean i don't i don't know it's I'm, I'm curious to see where they're going to go with this because obviously they have a problem that they have to fix and i i agree with you guys i think it's going to be fixed at the end of, of season three episode one but uh once that's fixed and they fix the time quake where do they go from there i think they put a stake through victor gerber's heart to just end it once and for all but yeah it's weird they're looking at gideon's time logs and like victor went back to like uh uh to 33 ad because you know he's he's also 
Jesus Christ as a vampire, right? So, <laughs> so to make, he's going to make the destiny spirit destiny work again. Yeah, he's going to make it work again, and he's going to change reality so that like you know, bad guys can't use it. I guess I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm going to put a lock code on the spear. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like your iPhone. You just move your finger across it in a certain pattern. Yeah, just a swipe a swipe code. A swipe code. <laughs> the spear destiny. Uh, so. I don't know. There, there haven't been uh, casting rumors or anything thus far. I think all the only thing we know thus far is that uh, Rip Hunter will be back in season three. Now we saw him leave at the end of the episode, but we know that he's going to be back. Uh, I'm, I'm curious as to what context do you think that's going to be? And I, I, I feel like he could still stay on the team as, and like you know, Sarah can still be captain. And Rip can still be on the team because he has a lot of knowledge of the time stream. He has a lot of knowledge of of all these different, like, uh, timey-wimey things, right? So I think he'd be a a valuable asset to the team. But, uh, from what I've, from what I've seen there, I don't, I don't think he's going to be a a series regular. Uh, Kyle, do you know anything about that? Like, is is he coming back for just a couple episodes or is this going to be a big, uh, series long arc for him? As, as far as I know, Guggenheim has only said this. He's got, they said, uh, we've got plans for Rip next year. It's just in a different capacity than him being a member of the team. So, Interesting. So who knows? I think, okay, here's my thinking. They've been trying to operate without Time Masters for a while. Since this whole thing started. All right, since the end of season one. And after they break time, maybe I could see them being like, you know what? We screwed up. We need Time Masters. We need to have Time Masters in play. And well, they what are if their the mission masters. next year they are is... the new Time Masters. Right. Well, what if next year the mission is rebuild the Time Masters? Put them back in Vanishing Point. You know, they had a job to do, you know, and go through time trying to find Time Masters. So basically they'd be like recruiting Time Masters just like they were recruited as legends and so they can put them up in Vanishing Point? Right, exactly. They would send rings out to 3,600 worthy individuals and <laughs> put them on a planet in the center of the universe. And Oh, wait, no, wrong show. <laughs> uh, okay, so that, that could be an interesting uh, thing there for him, is rebuilding that. Because, you know, the, the reason why they got corrupted in the first place was because Vandal Savage. Uh, since Vandal Savage is gone, I guess it would stand to reason that maybe with the Time Masters focusing on minor aberrations that the legends would then be free to uh fight big bads and screw up time more yeah screw up time more yeah exactly <laughs> uh but you know yeah it, you know it, that way the legends i guess could could focus on fixing other things uh like the dinosaur problem that they have in los angeles and so uh, I, I'm assuming there's going to be some MacGuffin-y way they're going to fix that. Uh, any speculation from you guys on the, on the how they're going to remove dinosaurs from 2017 Los Angeles? Giant asteroid. <laughs> They've already done that once. I mean, that's that's a bit, you know, <laughs> it's a replay. <laughs> well, I mean, if it broke, don't fix it. I, you know what? It worked once. You're absolutely right. It worked once. It worked really well. There are no dinosaurs in this 2017. So uh, it would stand to reason that perhaps dropping an asteroid uh, would remove the dinosaurs in the other 2017. Uh, <laughs> and and the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. There, there might be a little bit more destruction, some collateral damage on that one, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Will, what do you think? Do you think they're they're going to have a, a crazy MacGuffin or some clever way? I think they're going to have to find some way to undo the time storm. But that's what it's going to be. They're going to try to find some way to stop the time storm that they created. Man, if only they probably had... by creating another time storm that would then be offsetting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they 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 need to make an opposite time storm so when time storms co- uh, collide they will uh, right. cancel each other out. But uh, but yeah, you know, if only they had an object they could alter reality with, they could just get rid of the time storm. Oh wait, never mind, it was destroyed. And I don't think they stopped the new Spear of Destiny. <laughs> Like, it's like, wouldn't somebody have thought of that? Like, this thing is so da- – why the hell didn't Rick think of that? Like, I should use this to depower it. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to separate it into four pieces and send it off with some of the JSA, who will be missed throughout history. But, you know. Who's, yeah, who's basically – they're there for nothing now. Right. Especially Courtney. Yeah. They're, she She's off LARPing. <laughs> <laughs> She's having a blast. 
yeah, and what happens with them? Because of the spears. They're all dead. Well, I mean, yes, Courtney will die and then somehow come back to be Stargirl again. Well, no, she was. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's the it's it's that it's that loop. Yeah, the causal oh, loop. It's a causality loop. Yeah, that I do know. I st- I watch Star Trek, so she could potentially be uh, one of her own relatives. Yeah, depending on how that goes. But uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 weird. Uh, so with the st- with the spear depowered, how does that affect the fact that Rip had to split it up, or or is this because you know? Okay, so when did Rip split it up? Was it before? 1950 something 1940 something okay so it was depowered in 1954 i thought yeah so but it was depowered in 1917 exactly now but that was a different version of it that was a future version of it there are two spears of destiny in 1917 there's the one wherever it is in history and then there's the one the legends brought with them ah that's true so now, uh, in a wave rider that should have disappeared. Anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> that's another kind of point, right? Like, so the, well, they tried to escape in the wave rider. The time storm right. prevented them from doing so, and we don't necessarily see the uh, the the Doom World wave rider disappear. But I guess we can infer. No, that. they switched wave they switched wave riders. Right, but they went from the Doom World wave rider to the. No, they went from their wave rider. Yeah, they were all they, on there. They were all on the 1916 Wave Rider, and they were like, they crashed that, and they were like, switch to the other Wave Rider. Oh crap! I thought, okay, nope. I thought they were on the Doom World Wave Rider, and then that one was the one that got time stormed, and they had to run to the 1917 that, one. That would make the most sense. That would. And that's but why that's I thought not that. what happened. <laughs> that's crazy. Yep. Welcome to Legends. Interesting. I think we just have to embrace it. Yeah, I really do. I think we just have to start checking our brains at the door. Yeah. Uh. Well. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 been a fun season. You know, it's been really. Uh, they've embraced the camp. Most of the episodes I enjoyed. Uh. Yeah. So I think you're absolutely right. Well, it's one of those things where you got to just you know turn off your brain and say whatever. Uh. I doubt they're going to ever fix it. You know, they're they're not going to come out and say, oh, well, the reason why this one didn't do it was because of this, because then that just leads to them, you know, all sorts of other questions where people can go, well, how come this and how come that and how come that? So it's best left ignored (laughs) is what it seems like. So uh, I think that's probably what they're going to do. You know, we've kind of been speculating this whole time, uh, which is a shame because we didn't get to do our our speculation bump, but uh, we could just put it in at some point we can just mash all the bumps together at the very beginning uh, <laughs> but yeah let's let's speculate <laughs> it's time for speculation with Bell, Will, and Kyle this week <laughs> yeah so oh, I can work again <laughs> so yeah we've done a lot of speculating already but I mean I, I think uh, this is going to boil down to where do we think season three definitively is going to go. Uh, let's just, let's touch on that. Let's hit on that. And let's just uh, uh, try to figure out from this sort of, you know, CF that we were left with at the end of <laughs> of season two, where they could possibly go. I know we, we talked about uh, uh, the last boy alive. Uh, uh, Come on, D. Yeah. Come on, D. Uh, maybe returning him home. Uh or, or building up a vanishing point and flying around and picking up people. Uh, any other ideas that could potentially be in season three of Legends? Any other heroes? I know, I know I've heard rumors of different uh, heroes in Legends uh, coming into Legends of Tomorrow for season three. Uh, who do you think those would be? I know everyone would love to have uh, I mean, Constantine on there, but I don't think that will happen, unfortunately. That would be the best thing ever if they had Constantine on season be. three of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, it would. Um, and they could, I, they could focus on magical artifacts and stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, like uh, uh, Naboo, the helmet of Naboo. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Doctor Fate, Doctor Fate. Yeah, yeah, that could be super cool. Yeah, but they won't. I don't think they want to go magic though, because they'll blame Arrow season four for that. They'll be like, uh, or yeah, season four, where they'll be like, we tried it, it didn't work. Yeah. But I mean, still though, you, I think I think I think Constantine would be a great addition to this team. Oh, he would. 
I think it's harder to be hard because he'd be hitting on her, on Sarah the whole time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and Sarah would be like hitting on uh, Rachel Weiss's character in the Keanu Reeves <laughs> Constantine. <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's probably harder to uh, imagine Constantine not having an impact on the timeline being missing. Uh, yeah. So so that would be that could be an issue there. Uh, I wish I could remember. There's an article that I saw. I never, I didn't have a chance to read it, but it was saying that there are like two other heroes that might be coming to Legends. Um, I'm wondering. I don't know how Arrow. Were they on season five? Yeah, going into season six. Yeah, I don't know how Arrow season five is going to end, but I know they have a bunch of ancillary characters now and i don't want to eat any one of them <laughs> unless it's Mr. terrific that's it okay i was yeah, gonna but, ask i was like would you guys be happy with those characters coming on legends i know dear god wild talk annoys me yeah the, those those guys are gonna stay on arrow which is fine for me um they I, they're not they're not good enough for legends okay and that's saying it like it's they're not campy enough <laughs> yeah yeah and you know it's also interesting too because I think there's always been a uh, larger population of Flash villains than uh, Arrow. Not sorry, not villains. Flash heroes than Arrow heroes on Legends. Uh, so I, I, in that vein, I'm wondering if there's anybody from Flash that might be coming over in season three on Legends. I mm. I don't I I'm trying to think of who might Gypsy. See that's that's what I was kind of thinking. I was thinking maybe Gypsy. Um, but she kind of does her own thing, so I don't know. Maybe right. HR. No, they couldn't get Tom Cavanaugh. No way. I think HR. I think I don't think HR will be available. Yeah, he's going to be doing Flash. There, there, and there's no way they no, would. No, I'm not saying the actor. I'm saying HR the character. Oh, you think he's going to be like Toast or something like that? I think he's going to be Savitar. <laughs> yeah, Sav HR. Or yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking that too. There's the future Barry aspect. I know we talked about that, but this is. Uh yeah, so I I don't know, but so Jesse, Jesse Quick, that could be interesting having a speedster on board. Uh, but she's the, still on Earth three; she's guarding it, and because yeah, you but know, they'll take her off of Earth three eventually when they get John Wesley ship. It's by the way, it's either HR or it's actually Jay Garrick, but in Savitar. Just so you guys know, that's what my thinking is that he's like I was stuck in the prison you left me in, and Barry left Jay Garrick in a prison. Yeah, that's true. But no, he, he, it was his own. He he put causality. There. Yeah, but Barry left him. He didn't even try to talk him out of it. Yeah, but yeah, go on. So, but uh, yeah, you know, I I don't know what other Flash heroes do we have. Um, I think they could pull from the JSA too, though. That's true. There's some JSA characters, but could you imagine though if they had a speedster? What uh, scenarios they'd have to come up with to prevent the speedster from using his or her power? I mean, it's already, oh, God, it's already yeah. hard enough with <laughs> with Firestorm. <laughs> they have to come up with a scenario every week on what to do so that we don't have to use Firestorm. Um, that would be neat to see with you know, what to do so we don't have to have speedsters. Which, if you had a Firestorm, you'd use him every week. Yeah. You're like, wait a second. Wait, this is a lot harder than it has to be. Yeah. Don't we have a guy who's on fire? What? Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I left Victor back at the ship. Yeah, Victor can't, can't come outside. outside. <laughs> So, so yeah, you know, uh, I think what we should do is we're going to get a lot more news uh, in the coming weeks about, uh, you know, casting decisions and things like that for Legend Season 3. So I think what we should probably do is is revisit this topic in the future uh, when yes. we have a little bit more knowledge of, of, of different casting choices and things like that. And maybe that'll give after us a Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like after, like, you know, it's always good to do Comic-Con episodes for, for shows like this. Uh, so, so yeah, so, so, you know, right now, not too much to speculate on. We had some ideas. We throw some stuff out there. We will, we'll see what sticks. And then maybe after, um, Comic-Con, we'll go out and, and do, uh, another episode and gather all that news together and kind of speculate some more. Uh, but I think right now it's time for the, uh, the, the best part of the show. And that is mixed quote where I get paid and sing to you. Hello, my friend. Hello. I no, that part? no, that is not all. <laughs> it's 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 actually mixed quote of the week. <laughs> oh. It's the mixed quote of the week. All right, here it is. Time for the Mick quote of the week. We have a uh, we have two options here for you, and Kyle, I'm gonna let you go ahead and read them for us. Listen. 
why don't we just go to Aruba? Get drunk. What? Sunshine. Mai Tais. Girls in bikinis. <laughs> That's our first option. And number two. You hug me, I'll kill you. <laughs> and there we have I'm it. going with option A. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think option A is pretty good. I mean, I can just imagine Mick in Aruba drinking a Mai Tai, staring at girls in bikinis. So. Right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, Kyle, do us the honors of reading the mixed quote of the week for the season finale. Of Next Legends quote, of Tomorrow. Next quote, party time. <laughs> Excellent. Woo, 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 woo. Listen. Last time. Listen. Why don't we just go to Aruba? Get drunk. What? Sunshine. Mai Tais. Girls in bikinis. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mick. Until next time. Until next season. Well, actually, no. Actually, there's one thing we want to talk about. Uh, guys, be on the lookout. I'm going to talk about this. Uh, we're putting together a special show. It's going to be hosted by us, but it's going to have all of the DC TV talk shows. Just one special podcast with interviews from Flash TV Talk, uh, Legends, or we are Legends, Flash TV Talk, Supergirl TV Talk, and we may even dig up a special host to talk about Arrow. So we'll have like a pseudo Arrow TV talk. That'll be coming in this feed in the next couple of weeks. We're putting it together now, uh, hopefully before everybody comes back for May sweeps, you know, and finales and stuff. So keep a, keep a lookout for that. So if you have an itch that only DC TV talk podcasts can scratch, uh, and we have still what, three more weeks until we come out of hiatus. Well, yeah, two more, two, two more. more. Yep. And so, so I, th- I think this is going to be your hit. It's going to be your fix. Until we can get our shows back, so yeah, be looking forward to that. Uh, it should be popping up here what uh, next uh, next week or two. Well, we're doing an interview with Tim on Tuesday. You and I'll talk off air about that, and then we got to schedule time with you and Bo, and then uh, our mystery host for Arrow. So yeah, excellent. Yeah, then we'll cut it together. This will be like fully produced. It'll actually be like not like a normal podcast. I'll we, we'll produce it and do post production the whole nine. Excellent. excellent. As opposed to this, which we just we throw it together. <laughs> We throw it against the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, called silly putty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it uh, looks like we're out of time. But if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow me on Twitter at ring that bell. Uh, you can follow me at Kyle Krause 89. And you can follow me at WR Benson or look for the Weekend Geek podcast with Will and Tim on Satchel, iTunes, or Google Play. Also, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. And we also created a Facebook page, so be sure to like us there at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other TV Talk shows. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, and Flash TV Talk with Bell and Bo. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we'll read them on the show. Don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player, and we are now on the Google Play in the podcast section. Uh, as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for making the music for our bumps and our outro music. You can check out his other stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. Oh, sorry. sorry. Nick? I know. Hold on. Sorry. I, got, I, I was in a different window. Sorry. So edit this part. <laughs> <laughs> As always. Not on your life, man. Don't do it again. Not on your life. As always, <laughs> you stay classy, you idiots. Hello, gentle listener. This is Will, one of the hosts from Legends TV Talk. We do have one final gift for you before we go away. It is an, another outtake of uh, us trying to do the initial intro for tonight's show. We also wanted to take a second just to say thank you guys for listening this season. It was an experiment, and it seems like it went off great. Uh, we're going to have a big DC Supercast here in the next couple of weeks, so you're not going to want to leave this feed. And we will be back oh, periodically over the summer as well as at the end of uh, this hiatus in the beginning of the fall. Thank you guys so much again for listening. You have a wonderful week. Take care, and we'll see you soon. In 2000. Damn it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bo York. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. To... All right, let's try this again. Aside from Dead Air, our biggest villain is is Take Two. <laughs> yes. oh no, God, he's our hero. Awesome. Take Two is our hero. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. In 2015, the powerful, industrious, and balding Bo York decided to make a podcast dedicated to the legends of tomorrow. He invited all the hosts of various other shows 
and it was glorious, until it wasn't. So he handed the reins over to Bell, and he went out to recruit two new podcasting legends, fighting through adversity, scheduling conflicts, evil Time Warner, evil Netgear, and its offspring Spectrum, they've come to now. The final episode of Season 2, we are heroes, we are legends, and we are definitely... Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Will. And this is Legends TV Talk. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Wait, what about the... the, 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 the are we not going to do the chuckle headline? Oh, wow. Come on, come on Kyle. Oh, I told you it's been a wow, while. Seriously, who pretends to be Mick on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I saw the pause for five seconds, and I'm like, wait, we don't need to pause for five seconds I know, I'm going, I'm going to remove that. There we go. <laughs> That's good. Way to remove it, you know, after the horse got out of the bar. Shut up. <laughs> That's great. For season three, when we might not even want to do it. No, no, no. I'm glad that that's out of there. That's good. To that's quote good. Cheech Marin in Ghostbusters, the original, better late than never. Me and the Titanic arrives, you know? Yep. Remember? <laughs> I do. Remember Ghostbusters? I remember Ghostbusters. <laughs> Dear God, help us all. Anyway, <laughs> so, yes, Kyle, I'll let you, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you do. <laughs> okay. Yes. Seriously, who writes this stuff? They sound like a chucklehead. <laughs>